Warning, what follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. The pages of the prophecy state that my name is Sir Nicholas. My name is Zach. Welcome to We're in Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. think this prophecy is only your name no if you look back at the past couple episodes since i mentioned it each episode has a clue oh yeah so if you want to re-listen to those episodes and try to piece together what the prophecy is and where it's going i mean i mentioned an island i mentioned other stuff (laughs) said sir nicholas it's kind of like saint nicholas weird huh interesting San Nicolas? Nope. That's Saint in Spanish. Oh, San? San. Yeah. Okay, sure. San, Ni- San Nicolas. Uh-huh. San Nico. Well, getting away from whatever that is. Uh, that is the prophecy, Zach, that you should not deny, because when it is fulfilled, you'll be like, what? I should have known. Mm-hmm. Well, just keep listening. Pay attention. Well... The prophecy was told in the summer of 1943. Oh, shit. All right. There's a world war raging during that time. There sure is. Oh, God. And a certain country that we live in called the United States had been involved in it for a couple of years at this point. They got in. Everybody else had been kind of going at it, slugging out for a little bit longer. Yeah, we were like, ah, we'll just like sell weapons and shit. Yeah. Moral support. Yep, you guys got this. And then we got bombed, and then we're like, oh. Yeah. We got to do something. Well, but we're in the heat of it now. Yeah, we're in it. Yeah. And so the Atlantic Ocean is a battlefield. It sure is. The destroyers and the U-boats are uh, kind of... They're like the wolves of the sea, basically, right? That's what they're called, right? Yeah. So they're like... They're fucking around. Yeah, the U-boats, the Unterseeboots. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I believe that's how it's said. I like it, yeah. And it's just like underwater boat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, underwater boat. Um, Undersea boat. But yeah, so kind of a big deal. Navy powers are yeah. kind of important in the grand scheme of things, right? It's true. And the U-boats are giving everybody a lot of problems. Well, the U.S., it's got to be a naval powerhouse, basically. Sure. Um, I think at this point, I don't remember, but everybody else is probably pretty wrecked. That's probably why our navies were so important. But Sure, yeah, of course. We, everybody's been fighting for years, and we come in hot. Yeah. Here we are. Yep. Well, 
In the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard, there was a destroyer that had been newly constructed, commissioned, and it was called the USS Eldridge. Okay. It seemed to be a relatively normal ship, uh, you know, top of the line for the time. Sure. Weapons, all uh-huh. that stuff. Yes. But something was amiss. Okay. It seemed like other equipment was being brought onto the ship that didn't quite fit what typical destroyers had. What kind of equipment? Well, the rumors... Like cell phones? No, not quite. Okay. But the rumors around the shipyard were that uh, there were these massive generators that were just being put on the ship. Okay. That's right in broad daylight, like... Like nobody should be paying attention, kind of? Or sure, okay. But people were noticing, and they thought it was odd. Yeah. Uh, what they told people on the ship and in the shipyard was that they were generators that were designed to uh, create a magnetic field around the ship. Okay. And that would make it... Uh, uh, invisible to radar is what they were telling people. Okay. Okay. So we're trying to build stealth ships? That's what the rumor is. Because I was going to guess like they're bringing out a PlayStation. So if it's like a generator, this is a more efficient tool for war if you're able to hide yourself from your enemies. Yeah, like a, like a stealth plane. Yeah. That, those went under the radar for... A long time. Yeah, I mean that's South Bomber, dude. That's not that's not reverse engineered alien technology, right? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. I'm not talking about that. I don't know. Uh, well, so the ship's got to get into action, right? We're in World War II. Yeah, Th- things got to go. Sure, like, things got to happen. There's uh-huh. no sitting around. We got to stop Nazis. Got to stop the Nazis. Yeah. So the crew boards the ship one day. Okay. And they're going to test this invisible field okay. generator. Okay. So everybody boards up, battle stations or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, and the switches on the generators are thrown. Okay. What happened next? Nobody saw it coming. What happened next? Some of the other sailors in the area or people on the docks uh, described... That an eerie blue-green glow engulfed the hull of the ship. Oh, my God. Then, without warning, Uh it vanished. Not just a radar. The ship's just gone? It's gone. Disappeared. The guy's on it? Gone. Everyone's gone. The whole thing's just gone. Okay. A few hours later... There's reports coming in that the USS Eldridge appeared at a naval shipyard in Virginia. Okay. And as soon as it appeared there, it disappeared again and suddenly was back in Philadelphia. So what we have in our hands is a teleporting ship. Yeah. So according to uh, some 
supposed classified military reports. Sure. Members of the USS Eldridge were found on the ship. Uh Uh-huh. Many of the crew had been burned pretty horribly. Oh, my God. They were almost all suffering from disorientation. Well, that's what happens when you jump realities and through-dimensional portals. Mm Mm-hmm. And the thing that upset the witnesses the most were that some of the sailors have been found partially embedded or melted or melded into the hull of the ship. But they were okay, right? They're still alive. Uh, But but with their arms or legs sealed inside the ship. That's not okay. They yeah they became part of the ship. Yeah, that's not okay. That's ba- that's not doing well. Okay, that sucks. Yeah. So, what we have here is what is called now the Philadelphia Experiment. Okay. And it's the USS Eldridge, and mm-hmm. witnesses say they it disappeared. It vanished. Yeah. It's gone. Gone. Made a sudden appearance, different states away, and then reappeared back and was pretty horrifying, really, from, you know, people being burned and disoriented and melted into the ship. Imagine the United States government developing teleportation technology in the 1940s and then using it. This horrifying thing happens, but the technology exists and they're just like, nope, never again. We can't, nope. Yeah, Te- right. Teleportation is a thing we can do, but it ends badly for everyone, and uh, never again. Because that's crazy. Yeah. Or does it, or does it happen again? Not that I know of. Oh, geez. Maybe they've gotten better at it. Maybe. Maybe they had one thing off, and they figured it out. Yeah. Oh, we... Carry the one, and then their limbs will get sealed into the uh, fucking. We plugged it in the wrong way. Oh, jeez! You should have used a USB C, not a USB two. <laughs> this is a thing, right? Sure. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, it's a lightning port. God damn it! Yeah. So the Philadelphia experiment is supposedly the U.S. government. Uh, Experiments with teleportation and time travel. And how it went wrong. These guys time travel? Supposedly. Okay. This kind of is like the entry into like a whole gianter, more broad topic. Was disappearing Navy ships? No, like even more broad. Uh, I'll get to it at some point. Okay, but sure. This is kind of like the first step into that world. Okay. So we're just going to talk about... This one thing. The Philadelphia Experiment. Yeah. And so where all this comes from, because that's a horrifying thing to imagine. I mean, it's not good. Like, I feel like I've seen a horror movie about, like, space flight that basically that happens in. Sure. And I don't remember which one it is off the top of my head. But I remember being like, holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah, it's called We're Fucked. Yeah. But so this is like a whole terrifying thing that could have happened and then you get into the details of it and yeah it gets weird okay but it gets to the point where 
it gets harder to believe if it wasn't already hard to believe. Okay. How how much harder? What are we dealing with? Well, it's just a lot of conspiracy talk. Okay. So that was in 1943, right? Yeah. So then it's in 1956 where a man named Carlos Miguel Alande yeah. uh, makes contact with an amateur astronomer named Morris Jessup. Okay. He sends him, he eventually sends him over 50 letters um, where he's trying to explain how the ship jumped, I guess, or whatever you want to call it, disappeared. Okay. So he's trying to say, okay, so Albert Einstein had this uh, theory. It was called the unified field theory. Okay. Which he couldn't prove and nobody's ever proven. And just a quick synopsis is it like tries to merge gravity with electromagnetism. Okay. I don't know. It's physics. It's sure. It's beyond my knowledge. Sure. So how Alande, 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 uh, he tries to prove that he's witnessed uh, that a unified field theory is actually been proven and functions. And so he's writing this author that, or astronomer author, right? And he's writing about his eyewitness accounts of the USS Eldridge. Uh, he explains how the military used Einstein's theories and and teleported an entire naval destroyer and its crew in the first ever experiment to prove it yeah so where this conspiracy kind of continues to grow or gain some weight i don't know you make up your own mind but the author that was contacted by alende uh tried to follow up with him couldn't really get any actual evidence or anything and nobody else was coming forward of course not so he was about to give up on it okay when he was actually contacted by the U.S., a branch of the U.S. government, the oh. Navy's Office of Naval Research. Oh, God. In 1957. Oh, shit. Uh, there's actual documented accounts of the visit, the uh, Navy going to visit. Okay. And they were responding to a strange package that they received, or they were following up on a strange package they received the year before. And it... Re- contained a copy of this author, Jessup's, book that he had written on uh, UFOs. What was the book called? The Case for the UFO. Okay. So they had a copy of his book that had been delivered to the office. But inside this copy of the book, it has annotated handwritten notes in, like, the columns and everything. Yeah. And... The handwritten notes, hand annotated notes inside the book, uh, they were like notes and knowledge of 
advanced physics, and they linked extraterrestrial technology break fields to the unified field theory. Oh, shit. Of course and, they did. And weirder still is the, the notes in the book appeared like they came from three different authors, and one seemed possibly extraterrestrial. Intriguing. Alien yeah. author. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the Navy showed up with this book, right? And they're showing this author, and he's got tons of handwritten notes uh-huh. from Carlos Allende. Yeah. And you have three different persons writing notes in this book. Yes. But the Jessup, the author, it, it immediately goes... No, those are all Carlos Allende's handwriting. Uh, and they're like, uh... Yeah. But for some reason, the Navy decided that they were going to make copies of that book with the annotations and everything. Uh-huh. So, un... I don't really know why you would ever do this. What but you have you an official branch of the government now creating books about UFOs that are handwritten and annotated with advanced physics pretending to be an alien and saying that they used... Oh, is this out of the ordinary? Is this something... <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> is this something you don't want your tax dollars to go to? I mean, I kind of do, but it just seems like, you know... They're manufacturing things. Disclosure uh, type stuff. I don't know. I mean, you'd think they, but I mean, there's a bigger game afoot. But now there's like actual conspiracy nuts that are seeing this and like, the government did it. I mean. Which, yeah, they quite, did. Yeah, quite possibly. Sure. Maybe. We don't know what they're doing. And if what we're led to believe is true, there's shit going on above like top Top-level clearance classifications. There's people running around being paid to do who knows what. Again, if that's true, but that's been basically said during congressional hearings these days. So what is going on over there? Yeah, who knows? I don't know. But uh, that's kind of where Jessup, the author's story, ends. He ends up taking his own life in 1959. Oh, God. Yeah. What do you do? Trip on the stairs? Fall out of a building? Uh, I don't know, actually. it The... Main couple articles I read just said that he was badly injured in a car accident and then also ended up separated from his wife and was depressed from what it sounds like. Oh, God. So, but I don't know. Maybe he was suicided. I mean, he doesn't have to be suicided, but I mean, that's you don't know. thing with like the alien it is. UFO it used to go away. community. Yeah. You go away. Just go away. You're done. Yep. Causing too much trouble. Not that big of a deal, but like you're onto some stuff. You just go away. Yeah, so for a long time, Carlos Allende was the only witness of this crazy thing that happened on the the USS Eldridge. Um, in 1984, there was a movie made on it, though. Because it's a good story. It was. It's a horror movie. What's it called? Uh, it's called the Philadelphia Experiment. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
And once the movie came out, a few more people came out and said they witnessed it. Uh, a man named Al Bielek said that he had witnessed it, except for he didn't remember it until he watched the movie. Okay. And it triggered his memories. He didn't remember a boat vanished until he saw a movie? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean... Would you, if you saw a giant boat vanish, would you maybe remember? Oh, before? you gotta think of where we're at here hmm. in the timeline. This also gets some ties in eventually to MK Ultra. Okay, the, the government did a bunch of weird shit. Stepping stone, huh? Yeah, portals, portals, maybe. So, yeah. So you just have a few more witnesses basically coming forward and kind of saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's a story at this point, you know, like it's a movie. Yeah, for sure. People have been hearing this story in conspiracy circles for years at this uh-huh. point. Yeah. So now you get more people coming out a little bit. Okay. Um, a lot of people are saying it's a hoax, though. It's not real. No. They don't believe this? The ship teleported? No. What a bunch of losers. They're... There was some new technology, though, or it was new technology at the time that was going on to the USS Eldridge. And so this is kind of where things kind of come back to reality a little bit, but it's still a good story. It's a great story. The vanishing horror ship with people melted into it. Yeah, it looks fucked up. Sounds fucked up. Probably was fucked up on screen. Yeah, it probably was, especially it was an 84 movie. It's like my... It's like a sweet spot for horror movies. I should actually watch it. 100%. Um, But so there was newer technology being put onto this ship. Like I said earlier, we were at the, we're in the heat of World War II. And not only could the U.S. military be experimenting on something like uh, teleportation, it'd be a huge asset, right? If you could just teleport cross the uh, English Channel instead of having to storm the beaches? I mean, if we can have soldiers invading beaches through portals, that would be more effective. Yes. It also probably caused a lot of German soldiers to just put the gun in their mouth and blow their brains out if they saw this magic open up. What would you do if you were fighting a war and then all of a sudden people started appearing on a beach out of nothing? I'd just give up. Would you think there are gods? No. Would you think they were from a different dimension? Maybe. Would you think they were, you know, all powerful? Do you think they would have been given alien technology or fused with aliens? Too powerful me to, for me to bother trying to fight them. Yeah, just throw your gun down and be like, I'm done with this. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm going home. But then what if your teammate is like, I'm done with this, puts the gun in his mouth and blows his head off. Not my problem anymore. Go, I'm going home. He's gone. <laughs> I'm done. He's gone. I'm done. I'm going to surrender to the portal people. And I'm out of here. So, what uh, witnesses that were in the naval shipyard at the time claimed was going on with these ships because they were bringing other things on and that's why it kind of became word of mouth where people are like I don't know what this shit is they're doing some sort of experiment they're doing something new with the ships yeah who knows uh, but 
they're battling submarines, right? That's the whole right. big thing with destroyers. Subs got to go. Mm-hmm. So what they were maybe experimenting on at the time was a new technique called degaussing. Who? Degaussing. What's that do? It's essentially wiring a ship so that you could, I guess this generator would push, have voltage charge through the wire and it would disrupt the magnetic field of torpedoes. Okay. So that way... That'd be helpful, yeah. Yeah. Get them out of there. the biggest problem with the destroyers versus the submarines is torpedoes. Correct. So another thing they think is possible with the witnesses seeing this green glow... Yeah. ...is when these degaussing is going on, um, there's a chance it, during the right... uh, Weather. Okay. There's the phenomenon of uh, St. Elmo's fire. Okay. I don't know what that is. You're not familiar with that? No, tell me. It's pretty wild. Uh, I don't remember exactly how it works, but it's during the weather situation has to be like just right. Okay. And it's essentially like lightning that attaches itself to things. Like, oh, God. It can be witnessed on like uh, airplanes. Okay. And guess maybe ships okay uh let me look it up a little bit more yeah, right sure, now, so i can give you a little bit more info. yeah please let's give the quick little wikipedia it's also a movie i support that oh i didn't know that either you didn't know that no i didn't it's uh what do they call them it was like the the breakfast club group and stuff all those actors okay cool uh, according to Wikipedia, though, St. Elmo's fire is also called witch's fire or witch fire. Okay. It's a weather phenomenon in which luminous plasma is created by a corona discharge from a rod-like object as a mast, spire, chimney, horn. It's an atmos- in an atmospheric electrical field. Oh, my God. It's been observed on leading edges of airplanes and by U.S. air pilots. So, that's kind of what they think might have been when you get this magnetic field engulfing this ship. Okay. Maybe that's why it did glow. It could have glowed. I feel glowing is more reasonable than just totally vanishing and flying away. Yeah. Well, and so then that's where the rumors come in, too, is like people were like, oh, it's supposed to make us vanish. Like, maybe they thought it made them disappear from radar. Yeah. But maybe it made them disappear from submarines and their torpedoes or whatever. Um, It's also said that they used inland canals to move back and forth from Virginia to Philadelphia. So they did it in six hours rather than the typical two days. Okay. So maybe. Maybe that counts as like a teleporting? Could be. Maybe, yeah. Like in people's minds. It's so fast. It just was there and then it was just there a couple hours ago. How the hell that happened? Yeah. Uh, later, uh, people that were actually stationed to the USS Eldridge said that the ship was never in Philadelphia, and it was in Brooklyn on the date of disappearance. Well, that's insane. Well. Was it in Brooklyn? 
That's what the ship's log confirms. So uh, that feels like that should probably be believed more than anything. Maybe, but those can easily be forged. Oh, that's true. You can fake it. Yeah. So that's maybe not easy to believe. That's a true lie. So, yeah, I really like the story of the Philadelphia experiment. It's cool. It's a great little. Yeah, it's a nice little moment of history. It's a yeah, and it's also like I don't know. I view it very much like a a short little horror story. Yeah, because it'd be a great movie. I yeah. should watch the movie. You will. It could be good. You will. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a whole thing up until you got World War II in the background. You got this new experimental technology, and then you got it going horrifyingly wrong. Correct. And now somebody's melted into the fucking hull of the Just ship. screaming. Yeah. I want to say that movie that does that is... Oh, what is it called? Fuck. Uh, Cloverfield Paradox? I haven't seen that one. Because I just watched uh, Event Horizon the other day. Which... I don't know if you've seen that. I tried to watch... Where did you watch that? Netflix or Amazon or something. Uh, That's a good one. But it's not the one. I think it was the Cloverfield Paradox. It's a net, that's a Netflix movie. Okay. Uh, and I think that has like a similar thing, but it's like basically the Philadelphia experiment in space. I could be wrong, but I mean, you could be right. But yeah, so it is. It's just a terrifying thing, like a government experiment gone wrong. Yeah. Now you're part of a ship, and now you are part of the vehicle you thought you were maintaining. Mm-hmm. And now it is you. And you're screaming, and there's no way to save you from this. Yeah. And then it seems like an X-Files episode, too. Oh, for sure. Because the conspiracy side of things, you could get real nuts with that. Yeah, I feel like the episode begins this way, and then it's like, what happened? Who saw what? Mm -hmm. Investigating it, and then you find out what vague shit's going on or whatever. Yeah, but that's a good one. And like I said, this is kind of a, a stepping stone into a whole... Other well, you, massive c- kind of conspiracy yeah. well, you thing. We mentioned MK Ultra shit, so like, yeah, it, I mean that's just more of the timeline, but it also sure. could be involved. Uh, MK Ultra is pretty terrifying, and definitely more real. Well, yeah, actually happened. Yeah, which when that shit, when people find out this shit actually happened, then any other wild thing that you think the government's been accused of doing? Have we ever talked about MK Ultra? We, I feel like we've touched on it a couple we've times. We've talked all about it. I don't know if we've ever dove into it fully because it's always been like an aside to stories. Yeah. And like it feels like it can be overwhelming maybe in a way too. Yeah. Because, I mean, we actually, the government actually did it and it's a whole thing. Yep. I mean, it's the whole reason that like Stranger Things fucking exists. Actually, th- yeah, that's where this story evolves into more is where Stranger Things is more based off of. Yeah. Trying to open fucking portals. Kind of, yeah. Somewhat. Tracking people with your mind. Mm-hmm. Different weird dimensions. Yep. Great. Normal shit. And a not-so-normal ship. There's people stuck in it. Yep. 
just like a you become the living figurehead now, like on an old ship. Except you're like waving at people. Yeah. Hey, hello. Yeah, this is my life now. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, I didn't. You know, they can't take me off. But as long as I'm fed and go to the bathroom, I'll live here. Um, yeah, I don't even know where it goes. The ship. No, what? when I go to the bathroom. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, they find a way to teleport that on my ass. <laughs> it appears in Baltimore or wherever. See ya. Yeah, it just it's a weird life I live on this ship, attached to it, stuck together. Man and metal. Yeah, no, it's a great story. It's also one of those weird, morbid things that, like, within the things the government has been accused of doing, you know, how much, what technologies are we messing with? I mean, it's also, I wouldn't put it past them trying to do this. The If you think you think can tell the crazy shit the Nazis were doing. Oh, my and, God. Looking for occult artifacts to use magic. And if we heard wind of that, which the U.S. government probably did at the time. Because Nazis were fucking sloppy as hell because they're idiots. Yeah, so fascists aren't smart. Then they probably like, okay, well, we gotta try something. Like, we right. can't let them figure any of this weird shit out before we do. No, if they're using Thor's hammer, we have to figure out how to, you know, teleport our ship across the country. Yeah. So they could have been trying it. Yeah. Could not have been maybe this specific instance, but no. It's also like maybe it happened somewhere else, and it just got attributed to this because they're like. We saw that ship glowing. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It's fun to think about. Oh, yeah, it's hard to say, but it's a great story. Yeah, the Philadelphia Experiment. Mm-hmm. Well, now the movie's on my radar. It's not invisible to me, so I can watch it. Yeah. I wonder where it's streaming. We'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But yeah, if you guys have any other cool stories um, involving disappearing ships, if you've seen a ship disappear, if you've been welded to the hull of a steel ship, have somebody give you, uh, and somehow you're, you're listening to this podcast, uh, send us a message at weirdandfearedpodcast at gmail.com. Follow mm-hmm. us on the Instagram. Again, with your one good hand that's not welded to the ship, follow us on the patreon.com slash weirdandfeared. And then if you're able to leave us a review, do so. We appreciate that. We see them, especially on Apple and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yep. But yeah. Um, it's pretty spooky to being to be welded metaphysically to a ship and then be teleported across, you know, a wide swath of ocean. That's great. Mm-hmm. So the horror quarter is here. Halloween is upon us soon. I hope you got your costume. Yeah. Wear it and be spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. Oh, yep, stay spooky. Oh, yep, well.